hello and welcome once again to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I am Chris Levine and I will be your host again this time around. This is number 55 in our series called Psychology on Vinyl, where we try to understand both the subtle and blatant psychology behind and within famous records. It's the late 70s. You're bored. You're misunderstood. You can't afford a car. Girls really aren't that interested in you. You watch a lot of television, maybe read a lot of comic books. You're an outsider. You're an outsider that needs a soundtrack. A soundtrack provided by other outsiders who get it. Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin bands can't provide this because they're way too mystical and rich and famous. Being that it's the climate that you're in, atmospherically, you also would look ridiculously silly in the disco polyester suit and the platform boots. Musically, you're kind of on your own. Then, arising from the streets of New York and germinating in a small club named CBGB's in the Lower East Side of Manhattan, four guys in torn jeans, t-shirts, and leather jackets make the music you felt inside with lyrics you may have been able to write to a point, but maybe not totally with their wit. In an album cover world of spaceships, colorful statements, and people pouting and wearing lipstick, this band's first album cover was simply four guys in a black and white picture in their normal street clothes standing against a brick wall. Today's choice of a record cover shows the band now with a new drummer, who, by the way, generously allowed me to interview him at one point, drawn basically in essentially the same clothes as cartoon character versions of themselves. Let's get down to business. On this episode of Psychology on Vinyl, we will check out Road to Ruin, which is the fourth studio album by the Ramones. It was released September 22nd, 1978. I remember as a kid that I sometimes would look at Thrasher magazine, which was about skateboarding culture. Not long ago, I was in a store and a girl who looked like she was about 16, this is just maybe a year ago, maybe, was wearing a t-shirt and, and it had the Thrasher logo. And I hadn't seen that in a long time. So I asked her, do they still make that magazine? And she had absolutely no idea what I was talking about. She said that those shirts are just something that she and her friends just wear. Then... 
Her having said that, I started noticing Thrasher shirts other places. Always on young kids, way more often than people that would have been around at the time that I was looking at the magazine. It's funny how things go. Similarly, you'll see Ramon shirts on 12-year-old blonde girls who don't know what the shirt means. I once saw a kid who looked about 10 wearing an Iron Maiden peace of mind shirt. <laughs> Same thing. Listen, I don't judge any of these people. But what most probably don't know is that the Ramones for decades could not get the radio to play their music. One song, incidentally, from this album was about it for the most part, other than on college radio or the very odd very cool local DJ show, like maybe Rodney Bingenheimer or something. The idea of buying a Ramon shirt in a mall at a current place, like something like Hot Topic, would have been completely unheard of or not thought of when the Ramones made this record. But this band, with no airplay, essentially kicked off punk rock. Uh, some say the Stooges did, and to a large extent, they did. But the Ramones did it in a different way. I mean, they essentially inspired the British kids to start their punk bands. They got the ball rolling, for sure. But let's get into some tracks from this record. Take just the first song. It's called, I Just Want to Have Something to Do. Now, on the surface, that's pretty straightforward, and to many people, it's not that deep. But it kind of is. It's a clarion call to their audience. One all-music critic described, I just want to have something to do as one of the best expressions of frustrated desire to ever grace the world of pop music. And like I alluded to before, it also has wit. Here's a sample lyric. Hanging out on 2nd Avenue. Eating chicken vindaloo. Really? How great is that? Songs like this, I just want to have something to do. I don't want you or I'm against it. Which are all on this record. Address their audience directly because those feelings are felt by their audience as well. Psychology Today had a piece called Fans are drawn to musicians who feel like kindred spirits. It says this, it says, Across three studies, we show that people prefer the music of artists who have publicly observable personalities or personas similar to their own personality traits. This phenomenon is what they've coined the self-congruity effect of music. For example, in times of stress and uncertainty, listeners can seek music of artists with similar personalities to help them feel understood and to give them a sense of connectedness. Well, the Ramones did this for years. Generation after generation of misunderstood youth got the Ramones. They were your pals, and they rocked. 
the big hit here, if you want to refer to it, is I Want to Be Sedated. Now, I Want to Be Sedated was written by Joey, Ramo Joey Ramone. Um, in an interview about the song, he explains the chorus. This is what he said. He said it's a road song. He wrote it in 1977 through 78. It says, Danny Fields was our first manager, and he would work us to death. We'd be on the road 360 days a year. And we went over to England, and we were there at holiday time. And during holiday time, London shuts down. There's nothing to do, nowhere to go. Uh, here we were in London for the first time in our lives, and me and D.D. Ramon were sharing a room in a hotel and were watching the guns of Navarone. So there was nothing to do. I mean, here we are in London, finally, and this is what we're doing, watching American movies in a hotel room. That was where the song came from. Check out this interesting take on the concept of boredom by Healthline. Feeling unsatisfied by an activity or uninterested in it can lead to boredom. Boredom may occur when you feel energetic but have nowhere to direct your energy. It may also occur when you have difficulty focusing on a task. But really check this out. It says, Boredom is a common complaint among children and adolescents. In some cases, they may also complain of boredom when they're uncomfortable dealing with their thoughts or feelings. That was the Ramones audience. The Ramones spoke directly to these kids. To many, I want to be sedated wasn't funny. It was what they were thinking too. The band was speaking their language and it still resonates now. One last thought on this band. I think it's significant how they all renamed their last names as Ramon. This created kind of a team vibe. And when you wore the shirt, you were on that team. You know, the American Psychological Association says this, the lone wolf is becoming an endangered species. There's power in numbers and teams can be more than the sum of their parts. To keep sharpening the science, psychologists must continue exploring the conditions that allow teams to succeed, and there's certainly no shortage of demand. In fact, there's a, a tremendous amount of interest in trying to understand collaboration and teamwork. For some, the band all having the same last name denoted family. And as a fan, you felt like part of that family. Psychology Today had thoughts on this too. So there's something about brotherhood that is incredibly appealing and healing. It's not a new idea. In fact, anyone could think of examples where this theme is superimposed on healing. Here are some potential truths about why brotherhood is healing. Number one. Brothers understand. Brothers don't need things to be explained. The understanding is unspoken. An assumption is made that the other person understands the big picture, the small details, the emotions, and the context better than someone who's never been there before. Identity. Being part of a brotherhood becomes part of your identity. Another thing, brothers accept. They understand. 
they're part of the same group and the guard can come down. When I interviewed Marky Ramon, who played on this record, he said that this album had a lot of sentimental value because it was the first record for this band that he ever played on. He also said this about the sound of the band, which is where I'll close. He said the following. You can hear 60s girl groups, the Beach Boys, the Kinks, and the Trashmen throw it all up in the air, and it landed into a big omelet called the Ramones. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist. And for this Psychology on Vinyl series, the subject matter is the playlist itself. So we have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, Ramones Road to Ruin playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast dash Ramones Road to Ruin. So I'm going to break it into side one and side two, just like the vinyl. Side one, number one, I just want to have something to do. Number two, I wanted everything. Three, don't come close. Four, I don't want you. Number five, a searcher's cover that was written by Sonny Bono called Needles and Pins. Number six, I'm against it. Flip the record over. Side two, I want to be sedated. Then comes Go Mental, Questioningly, She's the One. Then there's a song, Bad Brain. It's interesting. I interviewed Daryl Jennifer of Bad Brains, the bassist, who told me that this is where their band got their name, was from this song, from this album. And finally, the 12th song is It's a Long Way Back. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast Ramones Road to Ruin. We'd like to welcome some new listeners to our little show. Our demographics report shows that we now have listeners for the first time in St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome to Refresher. Hey guys, this show simply would not exist without you. If you could do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you would like, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you're so inclined, that would be amazing. But whether you do or whether you don't, please feel free to listen and enjoy the show anytime you want, as it is yours. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Gaba gaba hey. Thank you.